Dance is everywhere. We see them in ads where dancers are trying to promote a specific company or market a service. We see them in movies where people use dance to seduce other people for their or another intentions. We see them in performances, especially in competitions, just for a title or right to say that they were the best. Or we see them between lovers, whether it's a celebration or just an honor of love, we see dance everywhere. Greetings, this is Olive, the Feminine Princess on the Art and Science of Femininity, sharing with you the treasures, riches, and secrets of feminine creativity and knowledge for women who follow Christ. But do you know the historical purpose of dance? I bet you don't. Just in case you do not, I would love to share it with you in this podcast of A Dancer's Purpose. The purpose of dance initially, historically and biblically, which is some of the earliest records we have of history on this earth, is dancing for a deity. A lot of people during that time, especially women, danced in order to please the God that they served. Now let's take it from a macro view to a micro view. Let's hone in on the children of the Most High, the people who serve the God of Israel. Let's look at how they interpreted dance, what they used dance for, what the first dancer looked like, and why they danced. So how did the children of the Most High God of Israel interpret dance? Well, they mostly and mainly used dance as a celebration. They celebrated victory in war. They celebrated a marriage. They celebrated some sort of positive event that took place in their lives. So knowing what they chiefly used dance for, a celebration, what did it look like? Was it one person? Was it a select group of people? Or was everybody dancing in the streets, as they say? Well, dance was usually done in groups. Groups of people about 90% of the time. There are some occasions where one single person, male or female, danced for a particular reason, but it was mostly done in groups. And we have many cases of women dancing in groups for whatever reason. The first case of dance that we see in the Bible was Miriam. Miriam was Moses's sister and she danced as a result of you know this was after the exodus the children of Israel left Pharaoh's mighty arm at the time and they were presented with an obstacle this huge sea in front of them and the Lord had parted it allowed them to cross over safely but destroyed Pharaoh and his whole army into this Red Sea and so once she and all of her people saw that she grabbed a tambourine and started singing Sing ye to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. 
And after she had said that, she led all the women after her with timbrels and with dancing and with singing into celebration with the Lord. So in this case, there were a group, camps of women, all dancing, where the men, I guess they were watching or just pleased or stunned about what just happened. We can only imagine and surmise at the time. But I believe, you know, today we talk about, oh, wow, she is a triple threat. She can act, she could sing, and she could dance. But Miriam, I would submit to you, was the first triple threat. She grabbed the tambourine as a leader, led other women in dancing and singing and playing an instrument all at once. That to me is the true triple threat. Someone who can play an instrument, dance and sing at the same time. So that's what it looked like. But I also want to suggest to you and also recall to your memory that the Lord had gently urged all of the children of Israel to borrow all of the jewels and gems and treasures of the Egyptians. They brought jewelry, rings, bracelets, necklaces, earrings, nose rings, and whatever kinds of rings that they wore at that time, they borrowed them from them. And God intended for them to have a transference of wealth from the wicked to the righteous, from those who don't know him to those who know him, to those who don't serve him and believe in him, to those who serve him and believe in him. He transferred the wealth of those people to them and never intended for them to give it back. So yes, he urged them to borrow it, but it was just a period of transfer it was never to restore it because most of their men died in the red sea so i would suggest that as they borrowed all these riches and wealth and treasures that they had them on their necks on their arms on their fingers on their faces even on their hair i suggest that they as they carried all their belongings out over the wilderness to walk toward their promised land that they were wearing all of these treasures all these jewels on their bodies so as they were dancing they probably had all this jewelry of, upon them and i believe that's the first true dance costume that we have in history biblically at least is a woman not only dressed in beautiful long uh, covered clothing made for women but also on top of that is piles and piles of jewelry that the Lord transferred to them uh, during them their time of bondage and so one may think wow they borrowed it did they steal it you know did they take it and not return it no, it wasn't a matter of that. It was a matter of they had worked for free for 400 years. There were generations who never saw the wealth. So they had a right legally and spiritually to the wealth that they had taken. They had a right because they worked for it and they never received wages. And God has always promised to give a compensation to those who do work in the earth, saved or unsaved. 
So why dance now? I would suggest to celebrate as well, but my ultimate dream is to restore the true dance in the church where it belongs, praising God, worshiping God, submitting to God with the same costuming and the same dress, jewelry, and also the same movements that they did in the earliest days of movement. Today's program was sponsored by Olive Swan. You can visit her at oliveswan.pink, browse her store, Pink Peach and Cream, and request a consultation or workshop in your local area. Subscribe to her blog at thefeminineprincess.com, watch her YouTube videos, and find the podcast notes at the Art and Science of